The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And this is really related to our finances. It can be because Taurus is a sign that is associated with material stability and security. Hello, and welcome to Financials Podcast Future Rich. I'm your host, Barbara Ginty, and I'm also a CFP, and I am very excited to bring to you today Holly Ramy, and you can find her on Instagram at Holly D. Ramy, and she is a tarot card reader. Hi, Holly. Hi. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so our listeners are probably thinking, wait, what's going on? Because we always talk about finance, but most of the listeners probably don't know this about me, but I am really big into astrology. And so I read my horoscope every Sunday. I read my monthly horoscope. I see a psychic on a regular basis. And I met you because you did the tarot card reading for my bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. So fun. Um, and it was super fun. And I thought this would be a great episode to kind of talk about what's going on in astrology and how it could affect your finances and your life. Because um, I'm sure if everyone has been following the news, uh, a, the big eclipse that happened last weekend has been making headlines for those that are interested in science and seeing an eclipse, but then also for those that are really into astrology, it's called eclipse season, yeah. which I'll let you explain more. <laughs> yes. So eclipse season gets a lot of hype in astrology and sometimes it comes with a bit of like doom and gloom, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's actually quite normal. We have eclipse season twice per year. So it's something that happens regularly every six months. And there's always two eclipses in an eclipse season. There's a south node eclipse and a north node eclipse. And what changes is where the nodes, which are positions, they're not planets, but they are points. And the the nodes, just like planets, move through the astrological wheel and they change signs. So what's special about this eclipse season is that we are ending where the nodes have been in Scorpio and Taurus and shifting into a new position of Libra and Aries. So the the last eclipse we just had a week ago was in Libra. So that's a new eclipse start. And we're going to have one final eclipse on October 28th that will be in Taurus. And we've had eclipses in Scorpio and Taurus now for a year and a half. So this is kind of like one last final push, one big final lesson in the themes of Scorpio and Taurus that have been coming up for you personally, anyone listening over the last year and a half or so. And this is really related to our finances. It can be because Taurus is a sign that is associated with material stability and security. 
and it's an earth sign and it loves material and material things material items right <laughs> Taurus is kind of known to be the one who loves to spend and really just like enjoy what life has to offer in terms of food luxury items these kinds of things um, and we've also this year have Jupiter in Taurus and Jupiter is a planet of expansion and abundance and luck and so with Jupiter in Taurus there can really be a tendency to overspend <laughs> so we really have to be careful there but yes this eclipse season will kind of help to close out any lessons that we've learned around these themes and will it bring like big changes because I feel like what I've heard lately amongst people is people like wanting to make big transitions like quit jobs and change locations so it feels like it does bring in those big changes Yes. And what we say in astrology is that eclipses are kind of like a power surge or like a power outage in a way, because what's happening literally is that the, the light is being eclipsed, right? The light of the sun is being kind of unplugged for a moment in time. Um, and so there's a lot of lore in astrology that eclipses were a time to kind of lay low because the energy is volatile and so it's going to bring a sudden surge of energy and it might induce some kind of like big change or change. big structural, like, you know, it, it depends on where this is happening in your own personal chart. But even, you know, in societally, in looking at world current events, like we just had this big eclipse in Libra. And the nodes right now are squaring Pluto. And Pluto is in Capricorn. And Capricorn is a sign that is associated with uh, the economy, with money, with our careers, with um, the economy, capitalism, all of these things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with the nodes squaring Pluto, Pluto governs our power. And so there's a, lo there's a look right now at who has the power, what they do with that power is their greed, is their corruption. Right now we're seeing war, we're seeing terrorism, yeah. we're seeing huge power shifts. Struggles, um, yeah. Yeah, so we can we can look at these shifts and we can look at them from kind of like a worldview and then mm -hmm. from a more personal view. So That's in your own now, personal life, yeah, you might feel the need, a sudden urge now to kind of like, take your power back in some way and do a job that feels more fulfilling or to leave a relationship that's unfulfilling or things like that. Now, was this eclipse bigger than others? Because I feel like this made more headline news because it was, a, I think in some areas, almost a full eclipse. Yes. And there are partial eclipses. There are full eclipses. Full eclipses. And some feel bigger than others. This was a pretty big one. And part of that is because of the relationship of the nodes to Pluto, which is a big kind of outer planet. Now, okay. to give you an idea of like what Pluto can, like the power of this planet, like Pluto stays in a sign for 20 years. So it literally defines oh, generations. So yeah, okay. We, you know, Gen X, you know, these people have Pluto in Libra. So the, it, it can be like the definition of a generation for, for the right. For but in 2008, when Pluto moved into Capricorn, 
we had the subprime mortgage crisis. So Pluto, the planet of the underworld, moving into Capricorn, a planet about capitalism and economy, we saw immediately the effects of yep. what this did for us. So this is the end. So Pluto is now at the 29th degree of Capricorn. It's about to change signs. And this is what we're shifting into. It's called the age of Aquarius. And it's gonna feel very different than having Pluto and Capricorn moving into Aquarius. It's gonna take that shift away from corporate greed and capitalism and like these really, really earth material things yep. and move it into actually technology and, and things that are a little different and more associated with Aquarian energy. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so when it moved into Pluto originally, it was 2008 when we started Subprime. And so now it's yeah. been there since then. And yeah. so now it's moving because that was a huge part of the economy. A lot of people remember that I worked through that. So mm -hmm. I was in a big corporate job sitting on a trading floor at the time that happened um, yeah. when banks were failing and then the subprime. Yeah. So it was a wild time to be in finance then. But OK, so that's when it started. So that was a long time ago. Yeah. And so that's that's a theme that's been going on now for almost 20 years. So to have yeah. that shift and have Pluto be right at the last degree of Capricorn, it's kind of like a critical moment for Pluto to wrap up these lessons that we've been working on for 20 years. Yeah. And there's even each degree of a sign has, it's a phrase, it's called the Sabian symbol associated okay. with that degree. And the 29th degree of Capricorn, the Sabian symbol is a secret meeting of men responsible for executive decisions in world affairs. So we can Whoa. see pretty literally yeah. <laughs> how that is playing out in the world right yeah. now. And this is very, very close to the exact degree of the United States Pluto. So when the okay. United States was founded, we could cast a chart for it. And the, oh, the wow. position of Pluto in the U.S. chart is very close to where it is now. So the United States had its Pluto return last year, but it's still because it moves so, so slowly. It's still wow. very close. And so, you know, the United States is known as the super power, as power. one of yep. the richest countries in the world. So we can see how the U.S. has really held this theme of Pluto and it's really tied into the eclipses that are happening right now. So big major shifts, big things happening in world news, in the economy, as we move out of this this 20 year, it'll be yeah. January when it makes that final shift into Aquarius. And so we're having another, I didn't even know that. So we're having another eclipse next week. Yes. And they always come in pairs. So they'll always pairs. be okay. the, the solar eclipse. And then okay. in two weeks following the lunar eclipse. Lunar so this eclipse. Okay. the new moon and then on the full moon. So okay. coming up on October 28th, we have what's called a lunar eclipse in Taurus. So it's happening when a full moon would happen. And full moons okay. happen because the sun is opposite the moon. So the yeah. light of the sun is illuminating the entire moon. We can see the whole thing. And full moons are really associated with that illumination. So we can see mm -hmm. things that maybe were in the dark for us, metaphorically and even physically, right? We have like the lunatics, right? We can, we can yeah. see that people come out more on the full moon. There's more energy. There's more light. Um, 
some people are a little more emotionally volatile during the time. Yeah. And it can be even a little bit more chaotic. And listen, some eclipses you may feel like super personally in your own life because they're hitting planets in your own chart or a theme in your own life that's really poignant. And sometimes they pass right by you and you don't even notice. You, know? you don't even so, know about it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it really depends. Uh, like, it's a great thing if you have your chart to look and see like, okay, where is Taurus in my chart? What house is associated with Taurus? Do I have any planets there? Or even just to look at the themes of Taurus, which are material and material stability and security. What have I been working on in my life that is associated with these themes? Just to see how much it's going to affect you. Yeah. And like with reflect, this new eclipse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reflecting over the last year and a half, where have I been making changes in regards to these themes of material stability and security and also the Scorpio themes, death, taxes, money, power, and shared resources. Oh, I didn't know that Scorpio was part of taxes, which yeah. obviously no, no, most people are not a huge fan of taxes. I feel like I have to talk about that most days. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, this can be something as simple as like hiring a great accountant or having an yes. issue with your taxes. It could be, you know, getting on a great budget plan. It could be, you know, it's a lot about shared resources. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you are married or you're sharing money with someone, like how that gets distributed, what feels fair, maybe you need to negotiate a salary, things like this, these kinds of themes are the things that may come up during this time. And again, because Pluto is in the mix, we really want to be asking ourselves, where am I giving away any of my own personal power? And mm-hmm. how can I get that back? You know, especially with this last eclipse, it was in Libra. Libra wants balance, justice, and harmony. So we might need to look at relationships. Where is the give and receive feeling good and in flow? Or maybe I need to ask for more. Or maybe I need to set better boundaries with my time, my energy, and my resources. I find this uh, aspect so interesting because I think that a lot, we talk a lot about money mindset and then all these things that can affect your money. So your mindset and psychology around money, the way you were brought up around money, but we've literally never talked about astrology and money or finance. And the funny part is I've always been a big believer in astrology. Um, I always read the horoscope just to kind of see what's going out there because it does feel like at certain points, and a lot of people say it goes against my brand because I'm so logical. Like everything is so logical when I talk to individuals about their money that I'm a very logical person. And I get kind of teased a little bit with my friends because then they're like, then there's this whole other side of you that's like, on Sunday morning, we got to read horoscopes. Like I have a whole chat with my girlfriends about the horoscopes and they came out, what's going on? And so I really feel like it also plays into how you handle your money, what's going on in your life, because it feels like there's these seasons always. And like you can be in a season of alignment where everything is flowing and feels like it's working. And then you can be in a season, and I think everyone can relate to this, where nothing seems to be in alignment and nothing seems to be working. Um, And so I've always like leaned on the horoscope, tarot card, psychic part of it, just to kind of see where the energy is in terms of like seeing where you're helping not I obviously am very logical set budgets and everything and tell everyone else to do that but it is interesting to see how this can play into it and cause more disruption 
Um, I think another big saying that people, if they're not big into astrology, will remember is like Mercury's in retrograde. Like, we don't want to be doing anything too drastic then. I feel like that's a popular pop culture thing to say. Um, but that also goes in with like what we're talking about here with like eclipse season is like then also like how does that affect it versus like people I think are more familiar with that term of like Mercury's in retrograde. You might want to be careful right now and not make a drastic move. Yes. And Mercury in retrograde gets such a bad rap in the media. Yeah, it does. And, but, you know, again, that's something that happens four times a year. So it's quite common. And it's just like you said, Barbara, like everything moves in seasons. And so it's really nice just to look and recognize what is going on in the stars as above, so below. It does affect us. And it's not like we need to live our life according to astrology, but it is nice to be informed and to understand how we can best work with the energies. And again, like I said, some things will affect us super personally and some things won't depending on where we are in our life. But a Mercury retrograde is a time to generally slow down and to generally review and look back. And so we can always, if things aren't moving forward, if we're having delays in technology and communication in our travel, we could always remember, okay, this is a time that's more about looking back than it is going forward. And even if that means that you just exercise a little bit more patience during that, yeah. or if you add a little extra padding into your schedule, if you do have a busy travel schedule, it doesn't mean we need to cancel everything and like hide under a rock, but we can just be a little more informed and say like, okay, what area is this planet retrograding there's always one or two planets retrograding at any given time um you know where is this what are the themes there and what can I review like what can I look back at maybe it's like as something as simple as like going through your inbox and cleaning that out going through your closets and cleaning that out like reviewing revising so that when we move forward we do so with like more clarity and just less obstacles in our way yeah, I, totally. I, I agree. I always think when like that stuff happens, I'm always like, we'll just, I'll just give a little more grace to the situation because I know what's happening, but no, I've never canceled anything over it, but I think it's good to know. And I will say that with this big eclipse that I, I don't feel like they always make the news. They, as this one did this past one, this one was like, I felt like all over the media about like, where can you go to best see it, get your eclipse glasses. Because it was but, visible in the U S yes. Okay. On the West coast. Yes, on the West, yeah, it was very big in Utah, so I don't yeah, remember. So we didn't hear much about it here in New York, but okay. I think it was happening, like, right above Washington, technically in Canada, but it was visible in, like, Northwest U.S. Yeah, which was great. I did not get glasses in time, full disclosure, because I had just gotten back from my honeymoon. I was unaware this was happening. Um, but I will say, I, I mentioned this a little bit on social media, I had a crazy flight coming back from my honeymoon, which was right leading up to the eclipse. And it was the wildest flight experience, which kind of goes in line with eclipse season, not knowing that eclipse, that massive eclipse was coming. Um, but it kind of makes sense that why the flight was the way it was. Yeah, it will always, not always, but it will be more likely to bring up these kinds of wild energies. And so what we saw 
last week was considered a south node eclipse and the south and the north node in astrology are um they are said to be the head and tail of the dragon so the south node is the tail of the dragon so this is what we're letting go of this is what we're releasing and this is where we might come up against some of the themes habits triggers beliefs that we are ready to let go of. So it might bring those things up to the surface in order to let go. So South Node eclipsing can sometimes be a little bit more challenging because it's all about what we, we've got to get let go of. We're done with it. Our karma is done there. And then the North Node eclipse, which is the one coming up on the 28th, this is the head of the dragon. And this is what we're hungry for. Oh, okay. So if you're at home and you're looking at your birth chart, you can look at your north node to see the direction that you're moving towards in life or the themes which you will feel a lot of ambition, themes in which you'll really want to like move forward towards this thing. You're really hungry for this thing. And so with the, the south node in Libra, I talked a lot about the concept of our desire, of our own personal desire, because it's ruled by Venus. Venus Venus shows us what we uh, what we desire and our ability to attract that. So whatever stood in the way of our desires could have been coming up for us to let go. Is it our own imposter syndrome, our own insecurities? Is it our own relationships? You know, do we need better boundaries, or have we just been in service for so long? Because Libra can be so people pleasing that we haven't actually stopped to get in touch with well, what do I really want. What do I really need? So that is the South Node. And, you know, it is nice to also keep in mind that eclipses roll out over six months. And then, you know, for Libra, it'll be the next year and a half. So it's not like you have to figure this all out this week. I was going to say, so yeah, for our listeners, we don't have to do it all this week. But so things to keep in mind for the listeners is this is a good time to kind of reflect on where you have been, where you want to go. And in relation to your finances, because, you know, the job plays a huge role in your finances, I think, Mm -hmm. because it's your way to earn money. And so that would be a good way to kind of review. And I have heard a lot of people really talking about getting raises or leaving positions. And so if you haven't reflected on it, maybe this is a good time to take a moment, a pause in the midst of this and see where are you with your finances? Where are you with your career? What's serving you? What's not serving you? And then kind of what the path forward might look like. And especially with this eclipse coming up on the 28th, this Saturday on the 21st, we have Venus in Virgo. Virgo is all about our daily habits and routines, the, the, the structures that set us up for success. And with Venus in Virgo, trying Jupiter in Taurus, This is a really positive transit for abundance and for blessings and for like having that negotiation, asking for a raise, like doing things that are really going to help boost your finances or your material stability. And it, it could also very much be about setting up the habits, structures, and routines in your life that are going to bring abundance to you, but it's all about the day to day. So it's like the things that we try to build into our schedule, like setting that debt schedule on auto pay. So you don't have to think about it, like making sure that budget is in place so that you don't have to think about it, 
like getting, when are you going to do your morning walk, your workout? It's not always the shit we want to do, but it's the yep. discipline of doing it that gets us to where we want to go. So that's be. a really yep. like, yeah. Maybe also like auto saving. So like making exactly. sure all of your savings are set up in advance and sketch and everything scheduled. Yep. And, and just anything that can be done to make your life easier and to set up that stability because the trine in astrology is like a very helpful and useful transit. Okay. And then with the North node eclipse in Taurus, you know, the North node is what we're hungry for. And it's really what we're moving towards in terms of our wealth and our material stability. So like for this North node eclipse, we can really set big intentions on where we want to go, how we're going to do it. And like, it can be, you know, it should be a vision. It should be something that we are striving for. I was just going to say, it probably should be something because I'm a big believer in this. Also, you should write it down. It should be a mm-hmm. written down intention of where you want to go. Yeah. Out of your comfort zone, letting mm-hmm. it be possible, being a little bigger than you think you can be like, and really just thinking about your future and the legacy and, you know, earth signs move slow. It's not these quick manifestations. It's these kind of like, what, what are these daily habits and disciplines that are going to help me to meet this goal? And on that same day, we do have Mars opposite Jupiter and Mars is a planet of action. Mars is the opposite of Venus where Venus attracts Mars puts forth and so there's like that masculine and feminine but with Jupiter in the mix even though it's a tense opposition I think it can be the tension needed to actually get us to do the thing like the fire under your ass that's gonna like push you to take the action that maybe you've been a little scared scared to take so okay so maybe positive energy coming for us. Yeah, for I was gonna say maybe we should challenge our listeners to set some really big financial goals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can check in and see where you are if you're hitting them. But yeah, I agree. You should always set a goal bigger than you think. Yeah, and it sounds like and this like, is the time to do it. Yeah, I think Mars is going to help give us like the hotspot to like really do, do the it. things that maybe we've been thinking about, but we haven't quite, you know, finances can be really, for me anyway, like overwhelming. Like there's a sense of like, oh man, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, you know, if you're that person that can get like overwhelmed and kind of shut down a little bit, I feel like this can really help us to be like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to open all the accounts. I'm going to write it all down. I'm going to make the plan. We're going to set the auto pays. Auto saves. (laughs) Yes. Or do something really daring and like apply for a position or ask for a raise or, you know, go for something, advocate for yourself. Again, Pluto's in the mix. So like taking our power, like advocating for ourselves in some way, you know, maybe we don't want to ask for the raise or we don't want to, you know, negotiate something, but like, there's a little bit of a push here to like stand in our autonomy, Mm -hmm. take on more responsibility, and maybe challenge some of our, like looking at our relationship to authority and challenging some of the beliefs we may have that tell us that we can't 
come out on top of this thing. Like, for instance, in my personal life right now, I'm, I'm dealing with um, an employer who's not paying me. And there's a part of myself that's like, oh, it's not that much. I'll just let it slide. And then there's a part it's more of comfortable. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You have to fight for what you want because you deserve to be paid. You did the work. Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to challenge all of our listeners to use this time as an opportunity. I think that's, this is very inspiring to see where you have been, see where you want to go and set some really big goals. And I'm going to challenge everybody to set some very big financial goals. Yeah. Or, or career goals. Cause they really do go very, very hand, hand in hand. A hundred percent. When we're looking at these earth signs, we want to look at everything that helps us maintain and achieve that stability. And sometimes it's career, sometimes it's financial. And honestly, sometimes it's even a bit like you were talking about with the money mindset. Sometimes it's more mental and emotional. Like we've got to move some things around and out of our way in terms of like how grounded we can feel in order to set up these structures. And what are the, Mm -hmm. the habits and the routines and the beliefs and the thoughts that we adhere to every day and feed every day that help us get to where we want to go. So I love how you balance uh, the practical with the spiritual in your work because they really do go hand in hand. And I think what throws throws us off balance is when we kind of lean too far one way or the other. And, you know, it can be really nice to have a little bit of both. I completely agree. And I feel like the listeners are finding out that now about this. So this is amazing. I really appreciate you coming on um, to talk us through eclipse season and the upcoming eclipse. And I think this is a great challenge for all of our listeners to challenge themselves in this time to see if we can set some big financial goals and habits to help us get there. Um, and for our listeners, what's the best place? Is it Instagram is the best place to find you? Yeah, Instagram, my handle is just my name with my middle initial, Holly D. Ramey. And I have a website that's just hollydramey.com. Where I actually talk most about astrology is on my Substack newsletter. It's called Long Strange Trip. And it's about the many journeys we take. And I send that out uh, weekly. And I have a monthly paid subscription where I do a big monthly energy report with astrology and tarot readings. And I kind of dive deep into the astrological themes that are playing out in, in the world right now. In the world right now. Uh, well, amazing. We will link all of that in our show notes so that everybody can find you. Um, and thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me and happy eclipse season. Yeah. Happy eclipse season. <laughs>